Hey, cuties here. <laughs> it took a lot of doing the truth, and there are a lot of good women out here. But that's not what y'all want because y'all worried about her popping her ass on Instagram and how many likes she getting just as much as she's worried about it. CK Dub is in the building. If you want to come out, I ain't never met. That's not gonna be on your ass. Please ask. Please no. Please no. Yes, always. <laughs> and we're drink, drink till we're married. Podcast. podcast. <laughs> okay, that's check and we're back with another episode of Drink to a Married Podcast. Hey, cuties here. CK Dub is here. <laughs> and we are drinking, of course. Yes. So, <laughs> finally, I have gotten my hands on the drink that I've been trying to have for since the summer. Oh. And I don't know why I haven't got I just was lazy. Every time I go, I just get my old staples. But today... You know me. We, I love my good old staples. Right. I just know what I need to know. Right. You but know to, how, how it's going to get you there. You when? Know, how yeah. many? I'm all But this about is that. new. Uh, so this is to this week we're drinking an Aperol Spritz. Yes, it's very popular overseas mm-hmm. and it's very popular Germany? in where was it? I, uh, Italy, somewhere, France, okay. somewhere over that way. Okay, and it's basically Aperol, which is a fortified wine liqueur, and it's like citrus based prosecco, whatever kind you want. And I top mine with San Pellegrino Clementine sparkling water. Mm-hmm. And I garnished it with orange. And club soda. Did you say I didn't put club soda in mine. Oh, you did not? No, I just oh, put the just, orange. Okay. I just put the So salad. mine has the club soda and I put orange bitters in it because I'm not. she's keto or whatever. <laughs> I am. She's keto. No sugar. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. I don't know about that. I need we all need the sugar. need a whole cheers. I need to get a cheers clip. Cheers. <laughs> so we don't have to keep doing it because this shit, these little glasses... Them shits ain't clean. Damn, they're plastic. <laughs> right. Damn, they're plastic. But they hold a lot of drinks. So that's what's mm-hmm. most important. Like, so It's really want? good. This would be a dope. It's going to be good in the summer. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to perfect this um, recipe. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it would be really good outside at some restaurant with the outside patio. porch, mm-hmm. patio, with some tapas food. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably thinking about food because I'm mad fucking hungry right now. So <laughs> should have got you some food. I should have. I was bullshit with my life. <laughs> Never mind. I didn't do it. <laughs> so we are starting our third segment. And this is episode 105. Mm-hmm. And okay, I wanted to talk about. I think it came up in our last segment. We were. I should have went back and listened. But the topic about dads and how do men know how to be fathers when they were raised in a single female home, yes. single mother home. Okay. So okay. I want to talk about that. Yes. And then, of course, this past week was the surviving R. Kelly, yeah. who is a dad, who also, but on the flip side of that, yeah. these girls either have dad. Like, so for me, I was raised in a single mother home mm-hmm. until my mom got remarried. I was a teenager. But I live with my grandmother because my mom moved to Chicago. Yeah. Okay. So I was still basically raised by a woman. Yeah. 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 Um, and it, I think it's completely impacted me. So if I know it impacted me, I know it impacts men. Yeah. 
So I wanted to get into that. So we will have a guest on who was also raised in a single mother home, who is a dad. So yes. we'll get his perspective in our next episode. Dad, husband, all that. Yes. Dad, husband. Yeah. But let's get into this. What do you think? I know because we were talking a little bit before we started. Yeah. Give me your background. Okay. So I was raised with both my parents, mm-hmm. mom and dad. Um, I mean, before I came along, they were married like 10 years. Okay. So, I mean, I had the... I had, I had both all the time. Okay. Um, but my dad was very, I mean, he was, he worked like he worked, he, my dad is a chemical engineer. Mm-hmm. So he was, you know, he worked nine to five, but every three years he would get like a promotion and we would have to move. Okay. So we literally moved on the dot every three years wow. to a different state. My whole entire life. So same I went to company college. or same exact company. Oh, okay, we just moved every three years. Right, gotcha. So, um, it was like he was at home, but he wasn't at home. Mm-hmm. Like he would if he would travel, and we traveled. He didn't just travel to like South Carolina or like he was traveling to Korea, Singapore, because wow. his okay. company was based over there. Oh, okay. So gotcha. he was in Korea. He was in Singapore. He was in Germany. He was mm-hmm. always over there. And when he goes, he would be for like two. Two and a half, three weeks at a time. Right. So I was raised by both parents, but my mom was there the most. Mm -hmm. So I do think that it kind of, it probably has affected me because I had different expectations on what I thought a marriage was supposed to be. Right. I had different expectations on what I thought affection was supposed to be because. Mm -hmm. They didn't have any. Okay. Like, my parents never showed affection right. in front of me. Mm-hmm. So, that, of course, rubbed off on me because right. I didn't know how to show affection. Right. Like, I wasn't with all that when mm-hmm. I used to see people, like, hugging and kissing. I used to be like, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Ew. Like, for real. Yes. So, literally, it took me until I was, like, with my husband mm-hmm. to show affection. Okay. I didn't hold hands. I didn't. Okay. Don't kiss me in public. Like, yeah. we're not doing none of that shit. So, I'm trying to think because, okay, yeah, I guess I was not that affectionate. I always thought I was, though, until I met my best friend. And she was just very, hug everybody, you know. Just, and you'd be like, girl. Right. And what are you the doing? The crazy thing was she said my entire family was like that. So, yeah, I guess I was not oh, yeah, very affectionate. Uh, but I, I was always like a cuddler with my dude, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not really into the holding hands. Like, yeah. Yeah, I don't but, really do that now. Yeah, I'm like, I, I do it to I be know. funny because I know he doesn't like it. Uh-huh. So I'll be like, let's hold hands. And he'll be like, no. <laughs> okay. And I'd be funny. I'd be like, hold my hands. He'd be like, uh, no, get away. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, so in the whole public display, I mean, it's just, I'm not, I will, I'll hug you, I'll give you a kiss, but you're not going to be tonguing me down in the middle of the street. I that's just think what's it's not about to happen. Gross. You need to go away. Yeah. Get out of my face and act like we live together. Like, yeah. just calm down right. for a few minutes. Right. Just calm down. Like, you, yeah, you didn't just travel halfway around the world uh-huh. <laughs> and meet me like right Like, you here just came downstairs. Right. <laughs> calm down, bro. It's not that serious. But I definitely think, um, not having my dad in the household completely mm-hmm. impacted my relationships. Um, me, mm-hmm. definitely me, and how I handle. I think <laughs> I am so masculine. I think deal- dealing with my relationships because my mm-hmm. mom was always very. 
strong and very, yeah. you know, I didn't necessarily see her she in relationships like that. Yeah. yeah. And even like now with my stepdad, she, I won't say she runs the show because I think she knows. She runs the show. The limit. She runs the show. <laughs> I can't say you. Yeah, my mom runs the show. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I get it. But I mean, that's the way it is. I feel like with most relationships, like women, the, yeah. the, a man who's willing, a man who really leads the household really lets the woman run the household. Mm-hmm. Like he will, that's a whole nother topic that I will get into. But I think that the appropriate man will let mm-hmm. you lead the household and be yeah. in charge of things that are, that affect the house. Right. As being making sure the house is taken care of. Right. Like you run what the house looks like. You run what food is in the house. You right. run the fact that you run out of toilet. Like you run right. the shit in the house, but for real, for real. It's like the woman is the COO, the man is the CEO kind of thing. She's the head and he's the neck. Yeah. Is basically what it is. Okay. And she can move it wherever the way she wants to go with the rest of the body, but as over, long as you don't get As out, long as if because if your neck is broke, <laughs> then you can't right. the head's not gonna move. Right. So you have to kind of look at it like that too. So then it's like we see I've I always hear the thing about oh women, they're overly independent, which I think we I are. am very independent to a fault. Hell, I'm in my forties and I'm still single, no kids, like yeah. no rush. Right. But, and I think <laughs> I think it's probably because my mother didn't get married again until she was, how old was she? Goodness, because. Don't be telling your mama age. I'm not, but I'm trying. I think they've been married. You hear this girl? I know you I think they've been married 27 years. So probably, Mm. actually, maybe longer. Maybe longer than that. Oh, grab my math off. Look. (laughs) But so for me, like when I was little, it was never about getting married and having kids and all mm. this. I would be like, oh, I'm going to pick this furniture out for my condo. You know, it was always <laughs> like, you know, <Okay>. that. <laughs> so, I remember I never, I was never one of those kids that just like, you know, like girls like plan their wedding from when they're little. Yeah. I didn't do that. I had no, an idea, but it was never like a thought. Yeah. Like, I honestly thought it would never happen. Mm-hmm. I thought that I was just always going to just be me. Yeah. I was going to kick it. I didn't. Yep. I didn't think anything that I have now in life. I didn't think would have happened. Okay. So, like, I just, I just did, and I was yeah. like, "That's not for me." Because I saw, you know, stuff that they was going through, and I was just like, "That's fucking dumb." Right. I don't want to go through that shit. So, man, I know. pump your brakes on you. I'm not doing that shit. But it's like I wonder. I always wonder how how would I be different if I did have my dad in the, in the home with me. And yeah. how would my brother be different? You know, how would that yeah. have really impacted us? Mm-hmm. Because, that, and that's probably part of the reason I don't have kids now. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not raising a child by myself. It's one thing if we're together, we have a child, whatever happens, we don't stay together. But I'm not going to be your baby mama. No. Because I've seen the, not that, I mean, it's my mother did her thing, it's but. A, it's too much. Right. It really, it really much. is too fucking much. Like, yeah. I didn't ever, like, I'm not, I wasn't married to my oldest son's dad mm. or whatever. But. Sorry, you're sorry, you say that. Or, or, whatever. or whatever. But, it, you know, it was like, I still, it was still a lot to do by myself mm-hmm. all the time. Like, I, of course, I had my mom's help because, you know. That's what grandmas do. Right. She helped me. My best friend helped me. Like, I had a support system. And I got lucky because, mm-hmm. you know, I took charge of the whole situation. Like, 
anything that comes down to that kid, like I run that shit. Like right. I'm in charge. If I say it ain't happening, it's not happening. There was never any blowback. There was never any right. situation. No, it's this is happening. He's doing this and this is that. Like, But this is the thing, I guess. So we both, you grew up with your dad. I grew up without mine. I'm reading Becoming. And it just sounds like that even when the dad is in the household, if he's not doing certain things, you don't learn it anyway. Girl, right? You don't. And then it's like he's there. He's being the provider. I mean, you definitely learn that the man is the provider in Uh that situation. Yeah. But it's like even with Michelle Obama... When they got married, he had to go off on his own to finish writing his book. Then he had to go somewhere to write a book. Yeah, because he had missed his deadline and they were trying to, you know, make sure he didn't have to get the money back. Stuff oh, like that. girl. Okay. But then it's like, then you have the kids. So I guess my point is, I don't have to go through the whole story. When you sign up and you are married and this dude ain't around, that ain't it's it. just as bad. That's even worse because you right. have somebody that's supposed to be your partner and he's not around. Yes. And that's stressful. Or the other example I would say is that when you have a dude, I mean, okay, when you're married, <laughs> sorry, when you have a dude, <laughs> <laughs> and they're living there with you, but they aren't actively participating in the raising of your children. That's even fucking worse. And then that's, that's even worse. And that's where I really wanted to get into and understand. Like, that's what I really want to dig into with our guests when he comes. Yeah. Because... I will say from my own experience, from the men that I know that have children that weren't raised with their dad, mm-hmm. it's almost like they have a the mind of, I'm here, and that's, that's almost enough. enough. No. That's right. And then you're a bitch when you're like, uh, you need to do something else. Right. You need to do more. What do you want me? What more do you want me to do? I mean. I, th- I think, I, where did I say this at? I want to say I was in a Facebook group, and I was like, Men are taught to provide, mm-hmm. and they're not taught to be a husband. Right. They have to have, I think the wife is low-key in charge of showing him How what a husband is to supposed be. to right. be, because they're not raised to, like, dudes don't be raised to be affectionate. They're not, right. uh, you know, they're not. Even when they have a dad in the They're house, not raised like, to be, tough. be emotionally emotion. connected right. to their partner. They're not. In touch with that emotional side, and mm-hmm. as much as be like, yes, you are. Really, no, you're not. Well, they may be in. They may experience those things, but they are taught to hold them in. So they like, don't they do don't, it, right? And then you they get don't express accused it. of being like, oh, you don't show me an affection. He's like, but what about everything else I show you? That's not what the fuck I asked you. Well, that goes back to the love languages too, because just because you think, I mean, this happened to me. Like yeah. just because I think I'm showing you. Or you know, expressing love. If you, that's not how you're you not showing it, it the way I receive it, then I don't think you're doing it. Right. And then you, that's when problems come in. And right. it's just like you don't really know. You don't want to be like, well, you don't know. You don't have a dad, <laughs> right? Then it's gonna be a whole another problem. A so you just kind of keep it in. You're like, well, I mean, you just don't really yeah. know how to approach it without sounding like weird, right? Or and sounding you... like hypocritical, right? Even when they are doing, like, and that be the that be the key, like. They are providing. Right. They're taking care yeah. of the house. <laughs> yep. But they're not taking care of you right. emotionally and spiritually. And that is, is big because if they're not taking care of you like that, then you're not going to be your best self for him. You're not going to be your best kids. self for the kids. Right. And that's the most important part. Because yep. if you a piece of shit 
to y- for your kids, then they're gonna emotionally grow up and be just like this nigga. <laughs> that and you're gonna is be so like, true. Oh Lord, like right. I yeah. don't want no more of y'all. Like <laughs> and- that is so true. So it's hard. Like it's really hard to so, figure it out. I don't it know. It is. And I just feel like how do you well one, there I, I can't even imagine what that conversation is like that you would have to have with this father. For I, this I father. feel like it's a conversation you can't really have. So and you have do. to. I don't that's right, what I'm saying. Because you can't really without sound being offensive. So but like who fucking raised you, dog? Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you say some right. shit like that, they'd be like, excuse me. But then that's the thing too, because it's like you just see I see so many different examples of so I've seen this guy, he is like a a super dope <clears throat> father to his children. Yeah. And very engaged. But then there's certain points where I'm like, but I guess it, no one's perfect. So I guess I'll just leave. I won't. Because <laughs> I always feel like, okay, you're pushing them on sports. Yeah. See, Are we pushing them on education? You know, you know what I'm we, saying? Like, yeah. that. that's something like, you know, I probably could be guilty. Like, I don't. My Okay, so my dad, when he was around, it was, mm-hmm. he forced me to, like, I had to have these grades. Mm-hmm. I had to take these classes. I had to. He didn't really give a shit about my sports. Okay. Because that's what I really cared about. Right. He didn't give a shit that I was running track and I was good. Mm-hmm. He didn't give a shit that I cheered and I made the team and I was the only black girl on the team in the whole fucking school. Mm-hmm. He didn't give a shit about any of that. He wanted me to get good grades, be in all these smart AP Excel right. classes, and be in the band. Okay. And I did. And granted, I ended up loving the band once I got to college and with the auntie. Yeah. And stuff. But the fact of the matter is I was forced into stuff that he did. Yeah. My dad went to school, got good grades. Play sports, went to college, and was mm-hmm. in the band. And he expected me and my brother both to do the same thing. So now, as a mom, I kind of have the same mindset a little bit. But I'm also like, I remember how I felt when mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I got like a, I got a C in some class when I had all A's and I had a C. Right. And my dad was like, that's not good enough. Right. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nigga, I got, all, I got six. A right, and a and C. You talking about not good enough? Right. Dog, yes it is. And so, <laughs> you know, I feel my I, I see myself doing that to Aiden now because, you know, Aiden has all A's mm-hmm. and he has a C. Okay. And every time I think about that, when I see it, I want to say something to him like, you can do better. Yeah. But I don't want to say that because I don't know what struggles he's having in that class. Right. I don't know the problem he has. So, But I think it's worth having that conversation. I mean, we do have the conversation. Right. I talk to him about it. Mm-hmm. But... It like, just may not be his choice. After a while, I'd be like, well, right. I mean, this is like the third, technically in semester, this is his third semester, and he's still got that same C mm-hmm. in that same class, but every other grade is going up, but that okay. same class, right. still, he still has that same problem in that same class, and it's like- And the teacher hasn't even said anything? I've talked to her. You know, I, that's a whole other fucking yeah, situation, because I will teachers. fucking fight her, <laughs> because I've emailed the I emailed that bitch weeks ago, uh, when he first got his first report card, yeah. and he had that C. I was livid because mm-hmm. Aiden don't get C's. Like, right. he does not. Aiden's very, very smart. Mm-hmm. He don't get C's. And especially not in English of all classes. Right. Oh, yeah. English. But that is the hardest but class now, for boys. But now, when I see what they're doing mm-hmm. and I li- I see the curriculum and the stuff he brings home, I'm like, oh, well, what is, what is that? <laughs> what, is, what is this? Some new shit. So it's a new shit. So it's kind of like, you know, if he got a C in English, uh, but right. he got a 98 in math. 
a 99 in science, a 90, 100 in damn social studies. Yeah. Ooh. What can I really say and not be like the super critical mom right. when he really is having good grades and he's in like a special accelerated program? Yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah. Uh, what am I going to say? I would be right. like a huge bitch if I was like, that's a terrible fucking grade. <laughs> like, I didn't get a fucking F. Like, right. come on. No, I feel you on that. I just, um, I think a lot of, I don't know. I can't, I don't want to stereotype. Mm-hmm. I don't want, but some dads definitely get caught up in sports or like you said, they want to push their kids down that road they went on. But it's just like, what yeah. about, what about what they want? Yeah. That, I mean, that's I think the, that's like, the problem. That'd be like the, the balancing act. Like you try to, you want them to succeed because you see, you can see where some of their strengths are. Mm-hmm. But at this point, they're just kids and they're just trying to go to school and be with their friends. Right. Like they don't really give a fuck, right. like, especially in elementary. Like they don't give a shit. Like no. I see these parents like, and I'm not like judging nobody, <laughs> but I see parents that have their kids in like now, like Aiden, he's about to be 10. Mm-hmm. So at 10, I'm trying to think about what I was doing at 10. I wasn't doing any sports at 10. I was in school. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I had, no, no, no. I was playing softball. Okay. But I just went to school. Yeah. And chilled with my friends. Mm-hmm. Played video games, watched TV, <laughs> made recordings Normal off stuff. my radio. Right. But yeah. nowadays, like these parents got their kids at age 10 going to Lower fucking than, Younger than that, man. Going to basketball. They got, yeah. they got school. After school, they got to go to a basketball training camp. Then on the weekends, they in AAU. Yes. And it's like, yes. like, by the time they get to high school, these kids are fucking burnt out. And I don't want, yeah. I don't want neither one of my sons to get to. Well, I think that. if, I think it's one thing if the child has a passion for the sport. But that'd be a problem. Another, like, how do you know? Because they won't, they won't mind doing it. They will enjoy but, it. They, but at will, which point, like, they will practice. You taking them, home. dropping them off, like, get your ass in practice. No, but that's the thing. You you can't just drop them off. I think parents need to be more involved in that. But they don't. So I don't. No, I'm joking. <laughs> they didn't know do no sports, so I can't be worried about well, it. Well, that's the thing. Like I was gonna say, I, I tried sports. I did track in high school for a very very short stint. <laughs> um. So yeah, I and I didn't do sports in college. But I don't I know if I would have done college, sports. But I don't know if I would have done sports if my dad stripper. hadn't mentioned it because he was like, "You need sports for college." So that's why I did it. Well, I think like it was, it was never uh, you for your for your application for my whole yeah. situation. So well I was like, rounded. okay, but I ended yeah. up liking it. and I ended up actually being decent in it. So mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, okay, well, that's cool, whatever. <laughs> but I never really had a passion for like sports, even though I was mm-hmm. like good at it. I didn't really give a shit about it. Yeah. I was good in band. I didn't give a shit about that either. I just wanted to Chill. be myself. <laughs> I wanted to be a marine biologist and look what the fuck I am. Girl. Oh, fucking marketing manager. <laughs> like, I'm not, I didn't want to do any yeah. of that. Like, he steered, my dad, literally, when I told him, I, matter of fact, prime story. I was living in Texas mm-hmm. when I was in high school. So, you know, I was going through everything, whatever. Um, I had... I only sent out three applications for college because, you know, I didn't know, like, I figured, like, there was no, you had to go to college at my house. Right. There was no leave yeah. high school and go get a job. There was, it's elementary, middle, high school, college. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I applied to three schools. I applied to Chapel Hill because uh-huh. I was trying to get the fuck away from Texas. <laughs> Chapel Hill, Florida State, mm-hmm. and LSU. Okay. I didn't play for shit in Texas because I was ready to go. Right. 
I got How'd you into, end up at A&T? I got into all three, right? Okay. All three. Chapel Hill, <laughs> Florida State, yeah. LSU. Mm-hmm. Listen to what I say. Those three bomb-ass yeah. schools. I got a partial scholarship for track to Florida State. Okay. When my dad saw where I got accepted, because he wanted me to go to NC State, because that's where he went. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I didn't apply there, he was mad about that. <laughs> and then when I got accepted to all three, he was like, well, how are you going to pay for it? Nigga, I don't know. That's your job. The fuck? <laughs> you want me to go? I don't know. <laughs> so wow. he was like, well, that's out of state and we're here. So I said, oh, you're trying to be funny. <laughs> well, fuck all jokes. them schools. Right. I said, fuck them all. Mm. So I knew the next thing I was good at was band. Okay. So well, I'm about to find a school that got a dope ass band. Yeah. And then I'm going to find a school that's black on top of that <laughs> in North Carolina. <gasps> Look what I found. Right. And that's how I ended up at ANT. Like I applied on a Thursday. I was in that bitch by Tuesday. Like, okay. Like it was yeah. random. So I did that to spite him. As bad as it sounds, okay. I did it to spite him. And that yeah. was probably the best thing I've ever done in my life. Wow. But so- kids, my parents do too much. And I just feel like. I think they do as well. I do, and uh-huh. it's like there's no handbook that comes with it. So, no. at what point do parents? How how do you know you're doing the right thing? If your kid ain't knocked up at twelve, <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry can't. for the single, the oh, the teenage moms. I'm just saying, like, yeah. Well, I don't have daughters. Twelve is not a teenager. I got sons, so uh, I mean, yeah. if they ain't out here running in the fucking streets, like, fucking up, yeah. I mean, I really don't know. Huh. I don't see. know either. I know. But I just, I just, my biggest thing is like the dads thinking they, you know, just being in the house. That That's not that's enough. That's for sure not enough. That's not. Like, I was at home, but you was at home like uh, in uh, the room. Right. Playing your we game. Were all, we were all downstairs. Right. Like, as a family, you were... Off by yourself, doing your own thing. So yep. overall, you really—it didn't matter if you was home yeah, or not. You could have been gone, yeah, and it would have been the same thing. So right. that's where I think a lot of dudes get it like messed up at. They'll be like, "Well, I was at home, but were you interacting with your family while you was home? Right? Were you on your phone, not paying attention, and everybody's talking to you, and you're like, wait, what? Did like, you do homework? Were you involved with right. what was going on in the house? Did you sit with her while she cooked dinner and talk to right. her about her date and let her bitch to you about the bitch you don't like at work? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, are you really involved yep. when you're at home? Or are you just at home because you just, don't want to hear her bitching look, about you, got, you being you, gone? You got to sleep there. Right. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? And you like, got to eat. If you're going to bitch, then leave. You know what I'm saying? Like, be gone somewhere mm-hmm. else and then have her bitch for a real reason versus you being at the house and she be like, damn, right. like... You on the phone? You ain't even right. talking to me? Like, why are you even here? Yep. Like, you could have went to the right. phone for all that. Like, you could have been gone. Yeah, you ain't talking life. to us. So, on the flip side of this, so last week, so what? What was today? Who girl? Today is Friday, and Arbor Kelly had started yesterday, and it was full. Matter of fact, it's eight o'clock. It would have came on at nine o'clock. And yes, on like what the fourth or the fifth? I don't know. So, Surviving R. Kelly aired on Lifetime. (laughs) Six parts. The part that I really wanted to talk about was the the girls. I know some of them were in single mother homes. Some of them were in homes with their fathers. Like, (laughs) but at the end of the day, all of these girls, they were missing something from a male figure that they found in R. Kelly? I feel like they were missing the 
attention mm-hmm. yes. and the affection. Yes. Because okay. like most men, mm-hmm. they're not giving attention and affection. Right. They're giving provide. Right. And you they're have giving, a house, you got food, I'm here. Clothes. Yeah. But they're not giving the attention mm-hmm. that makes a daughter feel special. Right. They're not giving the affection that you, makes you don't, her feel special. Right. You ought to be loving your daughters to the point where if another man steps up and they aren't loving them more than what you're doing. She's going to dismiss them and be like, what right. This ain't, no. Yes. Bye. Absolutely. And I feel like I mean, those, those, you know, the fathers act like, oh, we're so my kid. But like any real dad that was showing the appropriate amount of everything mm-hmm. would have pile drive that fucking door down <laughs> on that studio. Okay. So like rocket launcher through the window. Like, I'm dog, sorry. I'm not about to be outside and my kid is in there and I ain't seen that bitch in Damn three years. these cameras. Because no. my whole thing is you throwing pebbles at the window. Pebbles. I'm sorry, my crew, my family, we rolling deep. We busting the door in. Rocket launcher. Yes. Through the window. Pew. Everybody get the fuck out. <laughs> Set this Flash bitch on bang. fire. Everybody get the fuck out. <laughs> yes. Where is my kid? Like, And that's the thing. I just felt like, you know, you're, yes, your children may be talented, but you can, you got to do your research on anybody you you're allowing your child to be background. around. At that point. There's no way you everybody heard knew anything. what he had going on. Thank you. And they still sent their kid with to him. Man. Yeah. And that was a problem. Like number one, I don't think a fifteen year old should fourteen or fifteen year old should be at a fucking R. Kelly concert in the first she was, goddamn place. How old was she? Azriel was fourteen. No, I thought no, she was seventeen. She was sixteen. She was yeah. sixteen. Okay. And it was two years and then after that she didn't no. I no, she, I think she was seventeen when she, she took her. It's still too young for R. Kelly. Regardless, bumping and grinding. You don't need to be concert. in no damn concert. Talking about something. We had a hotel room, bitch. Who who took you over there? How you get there? How, Why did I not know where you was? How you leave here? And I didn't know pay? about it. I bought this ticket. You came with me. We're not teaching. Look, First, I'm like that now. We can go out. We come together. You leave with me. I don't give a damn where you go after. I take you back to my house. That's your business. No, we're not. Doing but if that. we met at my house, we going. Come in. Come here and <laughs> conjugate here, and then we and can disperse afterwards. But right, but so you out with your parents, and you leave your parents, and you seventeen years. My mother would have bust my ass. Yo. Of all, that wouldn't even have been what? a question. I would have asked Shirley. I'd have been like, "Well, <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna make that though." Right? Like I would have known better than to try my mama like that. But then, okay, so iCloud. You didn't realize you had access to your daughter's iCloud until like one or two years later, and you could see the text messages. I'm sorry, parents. You need to be more technically inclined. I be than that. in Aiden's phone. I got my all my fingers in his phone. Mm. All my little fingerprints. I'm gonna do the same to RJ. <laughs> yes. I'd be like, give me your phone. At any given moment, I go through whatever the fuck I want right. to go through because I'm not about to risk my little baby out here with these fucking predators. Like there you, are predators, and the way and... he be playing video games and stuff. Like mm, I be like, right. who are you talking to? Who are you playing with? Yes. Who yeah. are these kids? Like, right. like I really be on his ass about who he plays with because I'm. I mean, like they just be on there and they be chatting. You know, they do yes. a little chat, and it's always right. him, his cousin, and some other people. And it's never his cousin; it's the other people that I don't know about. And I'm like, right. who? Who, who Who's are this? these adults? And I bust in his room quick. Who the fuck you talking to? And he'd be like, yes. Mom, oh my God, boy, uh, give me his phone. <laughs> right. And his friends be talking, they'd be like, uh, it's just us. I said, I don't even know you. <laughs> like, I'd be going off on them kids. They'd be like, Your mom's crazy, Eddie. <laughs> 
But I mean, but that's how you have to be because you almost have to be a helicopter parent because you don't want to do. It's too much going on in this world. It's the kids have so much more access than we have. look. I mean, I had access, but I ain't got access. Like I didn't have access. I didn't get a phone didn't until I was in college. Until I was in college, honey. So wait a minute. There was Mm-mm. no, no, yes, no, didn't. When you went to college, how, how, uh, how many I graduated. I I am forty two years old. I graduated. I literally was taking a Google class in college on how to search the internet. So I remember we had dial up when I was in. I had dial up at home, but that's still internet though. But it's not the same. That's chat rooms and shit. I'm talking about where you could just be. Yeah, it's just different. There was no Google at that point. Right. It was probably new. We didn't really have Google. We just had AOL. Right. Okay. Which is just as bad because you got predators in those chat rooms. Yeah, because I know know quite a few. (laughs) I knew quite a few. I was probably probably predatored on at that point because I was in everybody's chat room at that point, okay? Right. I know. Everybody's chat room. But I just feel like we have to protect our children, boys and girls. Because look, R. Kelly was molested by his sister. Of all people. I mean, I'm like, half sister? Was it his real sister? She's like a preacher or something now. And I read she was like, denied it. Of course, she's going to fucking deny it. But mm. when people, when I hear stories like that from boys, like I don't, I don't, I don't put that past them. Like I don't, yeah, I don't be like, no, nah, that's not true. But no, the thing is, I believe that parents shit. are not believing their children. You're not, and if your child did go through something like that, why aren't you getting them the help they need? Anything Aiden tells me, I think it's the truth, unless I know for a fact it's a lie. Right. I'm going to be like, oh, for real? Okay, so let's get to the bottom of that. Right. Like, I'm never going to not believe whatever he says, even though I've. I feel like he's lying flat out to me. I'm still going to believe it until I disprove it. Right. Because I... It's crazy. I'm not going to do that. No. And I'm just like, yo, there is no way. And even... Okay. So even if you were a single mom and your daughter, whatever happens to her, you don't have enough of a relationship with the dad to get him involved? I mean, but a lot of them don't, though. Because the a one mom don't. was chasing her daughter, the one that got her daughter back in California. Oh, yeah, the one that got her from the hotel. Yeah. That was a mess. So I'm like... like she went back. Three days later, but then she said she left again. But I feel like I read somewhere that she went back. No, so again, I thought she left with her mom. Did, three days. Three days later, came back. But I feel like I read somewhere that she went back again. Oh. Girl. I, I, I just don't understand, like... Get them the help they need, period. At least she got her daughter the fuck up out of there. So the girl, LaToya, who was the one that was um, had had a menage a trois with the girl he peed on? Lisa. Lisa. Oh, Lisa. Lisa Van Allen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, She never got any help. I don't understand that, though. But okay. She was free to go. Oh, okay. So that, that one girl packed her stuff and left. Which one? The one that was in Atlanta. The, yes, the uh, older the lady. Girl, she was like, yeah, I'm gone. And yeah. Left. But that's the thing. That's where it doesn't seem, even the girl Dominique, when she left the hotel, it wasn't nobody chasing after yeah, her. Yeah, so that's why I'm confused. Like, it was. It didn't but seem like they they're were being, being held, held hostage. hostage. Like they could maybe leave. in the house when they're home they can't. But I feel he, like she said she packed her bag and left. Like she I know. said she was in the house and I left one night. Yeah, because they showed the lock. Like there was a key in the outside of the door when she took them back to the house in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, because it was padlocked because they sold that shit because it got foreclosed. Oh, uh, so nobody. No, was no, no. There. I'm talking about in the bedroom door. Oh, she was like, okay. "That was my bedroom," and they zoomed in on the knob and it was like oh, an outside like a, key to oh. it. I don't know. Ugh. 
Look, I, I honestly, I feel like parents are failing their children. Mm-hmm. Period. Like everyone, every, there's so many people that's responsible in those situations that it's just like the list is just very long. Yeah. But it definitely, for me, starts with the parents because you have, you are, the whole point when you have children, in my mind, is you are supposed to be raising them and instilling the, in them what they need to be out from under you. Adults. Right. Yes. yes. Successfully independent. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, oh, I definitely have my faults. I'm the worst communicator ever, probably on the face of this earth, but I'm on a podcast. <laughs> but I'm talking about in my relationships. And it's just like, but yeah, but I am an adult. I live alone. I pay my own bills. You know what I mean? I am not very tr- like trusting. I walk to work and I'll be watching everybody. You know what I mean? Like I know how to keep myself safe, basically. Right. We're not teaching our children that anymore. No. But and I, I mean, when like, they need it the most, I feel like. I, I mean, I I mean, I get like what some of them are saying. We're like, oh, this is a famous person, blah blah. blah. But really, like, so so what? They like are you still don't have people. any common sense to put two and two together. Like, like this nigga is forty five and you're sixteen. Like, dog, he could be your dad. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, I for real, for real. Like, but that that's nigga, what you're missing. That nigga is fifty two right now. Yeah, he just turned fifty two. Fifty two was in the, the other club day. The other day, in I Atlanta. saw that. Was it Atlanta? No, I thought it was or Chicago. It was Chicago. And people were literally yelling out, take me hostage at the what? fucking party. Stop playing. There's, a, there's an audio recording on Facebook oh my and it gosh. says that. They were like, take I me can't. hostage. I girl, can't. like if you look at the comments under the joint, girls was like, shit, I wish the fuck he would have took me hostage at 16. What? Bitch, are y'all fucking serious? <laughs> like who wants to be taken hostage by old ass 52 year old nigga? <laughs> Yo, 52. I'm 42 and I ain't never dated nobody that old. <laughs> I don't want that. Like, that's a dude, like, 30, 40 years older than you. Oh, my God. Like, he could be your dad. So, that means you like your dad because you're missing your dad. So, you're looking for your dad. So, it all goes back to where's your goddamn dad. And that's what I was going to say. So, I was watched the last part with my best friend. And we were sitting here talking. And honestly, when I was in high school, the dude I dated was, like, six years older than me. Mm. Yes. Mm. Okay. But that was not un heard of most of my yo literally it was a bunch of us that went to prom together because all of our dudes was like (laughs) (laughs) real life right (laughs) so it's almost like i saw someone else mention the color purple oh mr and seeley yes he was like 13 14 And it was an but old Nettie ass was man. younger than that, too. Nettie was like yes. 12, 13. Like, she was mad small. Yeah. I mean, shit. You know, P. Diddy's first baby mom was 16 when she gave birth to But Justin, how old was he? 24. That's... Hello. But he's talking about something. She lied. I don't give a fuck. No. Facts is... I'm sure you didn't ask. Facts of the matter is, she was 16. You knew I ain't go to high school with your black that ass. that kid. Yeah. And you were 24. But again, it's just like... In our and listen, I am not what R. Kelly doing. That's Mm-mm. completely outside of this conversation, of course. But drug dealers, I don't know if it was prevalent where you grew up, but it was very prevalent where I no, grew it wasn't up. Prevalent where I grew up, <laughs> not where I grew up, girl. But I didn't know anything about that until I got to college. Okay, so and of course I dated a drug dealer in college, but that was different because I was in college. But drug dealers giving money to the parents. Right? Or the mom, I'll say, whoever. And when you ready to break up with this dude and your parents is like, no, he paying the bills over here. (laughs) 
It's similar. It's similar. So again, for me, it goes back to parenting. Mm-hmm. What are we teaching yeah, our children? The values of your parents. Yeah. And now you see these moms that be showing their ass on Instagram, babies in the background. I mean, is it just going to get worse? <laughs> yeah, because the moms get younger and younger. The younger right. the moms get, the worse it's going to fucking get. But then... My mom is mom age. Mine is too. My mom is over 65. Yeah. Mom fucking age. Yeah. Mine too. My mom is 30 years, almost not... I think she's had me when she was 28. Yeah. I think we're like, me and my mom are 20, 27 years apart. Me Mm -hmm. and my dad are 30. Okay. So it's like, yeah. Like, I just be seeing, like, I be bewildered when I see people and be like, this is my mom, like my age, people that are my age, and be like, this is my mom, and And the mom be like 45. I be like, huh? (laughs) I be genuinely concerned, like, wait, your mom a 45? Right. Fuck. Right. Okay. Ugh. It's crazy. Uh, what you mean? Yeah. I mean, I just, did, I, you know, like growing up, like my parents, for real, for real, like they, my parents sheltered the fuck out of me. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know, like, life completely changed when I was 18 and went to college because I was so in like a bubble. Okay. Like, I didn't, I didn't know about, I didn't know about Weave. I didn't know about uh-huh. fucking all black colleges. Right. Like, I didn't know shit. I didn't mm-hmm. know people had kids when they was, in high school. Yeah. I didn't even barely know people had sex in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I just was so sheltered. Yeah. It was just like, oh, I thought that was normal. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I thought that your mom was supposed to be old. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I thought your mom was supposed so to be crazy. old. Like, I'm confused. Like, your mom ain't old. <laughs> your mom ain't Like, old. when I moved to California, the first day I went to school, you know, I moved from Charlotte to Orange County, California. Okay. So, it was like a huge transition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they was asking me about my life or whatever, the homegirls that I had. And they was like, are your parents still together? I was like, yeah, the fuck you talking about? Right. They was like, oh, really? Right. I didn't even know anything about a fucking divorce <laughs> until like ninth grade. I was like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. That's not your mom? But who the yeah. fuck is that? Right. Stepmom? What is that? <laughs> I was like, oh, so they was like, so these are your real parents. Wow. And you and your brother got the same mom and dad? Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. I'm real life. What are you talking about? They're right. like, oh no, nah, me and my brother and sisters all got my different dads. Mm-hmm. You got what? Yeah. Your mom, I, and I used to be like, oh, your mom and dad ain't not married. I used to be like, oh, what? Like I used to shrink back when they be like, <laughs> yes. my mom's like, not married. I'd be like, that. what you mean? Yeah. I didn't know what divorce was. I didn't know what yeah. none of that shit was. I was like, oh, yeah. uh, real life. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just, it's so different. And I just feel like we are more educated. We are more. You know, we have more than our parents ever had, but we're still failing our children. Yes, Dad. Like, these girls are straight up, like, 20 years old that R. Kelly has right now. Barely 20. Maybe at max 21. Yeah. And he's 52. And your mama is? Your mom is probably younger than him. Oh, gosh, yeah. Your mom's probably in her mid-40s. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy to me, like, though. R. Kelly should probably be dating your mama. Right. Like, if he liked women of his own but age. But he don't like that. But he don't. I don't know. That's just mad weird and mad gross. It's crazy. And, and I just. And gross. Yep. So I'm looking forward to getting the male perspective mm-hmm. on fatherhood, how to be a good father, how you learn to be a good father, especially when you don't have one in the household. Yes. Like, what influences do you, you know, where do you get that perspective? That's for sure going to be a good conversation. Yeah. I can't wait to uh, get into that. 
Yes. But as always, we thank you for listening. Please make sure you go check out our website, drinktoamarried.com. What else? <laughs> yes. And we are also on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So make sure you're following us on all platforms so you can stay up to date. Mm-hmm. We actually have a giveaway that we will be doing this week for Black Fathers Rock. Yes. An event here in Charlotte Clues that is taking. Yes. That is taking place here in Charlotte on January 19th. So please follow us on Instagram and Facebook so you can be a part of that giveaway. Thank you all for listening. And have a great night. Bye. Bye.